Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sextexton, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. Getting a lot more comfortable, uh, not only on the offense, but, you know, with the guys around me. Um, you know, a lot of those touchdowns are just from giving our guys chances to make plays, and they made the plays for me. As Minshew likes to say, red zone day is touchdown day in Jacksonville lately. The offense looking very efficient in a weekend full of practice. The Jaguars have not had a player's day off since last Wednesday. It is a grind of a week, but as we said, offense definitely the storyline so far this weekend. Recapping a weekend full of practice, press conferences, no days off lately with my co-hosts Brian and John Ozier. Brian, needless to say, I think Wednesday on player day off, I think we'll be ready for it. Oh, after after six straight days? Yeah. Now, I mean, it's not all that much of a grind for us, but for these guys, even though they're not doing two-a-days in pads like we used to see, John, what they are doing is getting there early. They've got meetings. They've got practice. They've got more meetings, walk-through, weights. Training camp is as much of a mental grind as it is a physical grind, and that part of it, six straight days, of having to be on top of your game, it'll wear guys down. They'll be looking forward to Wednesday. Yeah, now Doug has talked about this multiple times since he became the head coach in 17. The so-called brutal camp of 17 that everybody remembers. What he talked about more even than the physical nature of that was always the mental nature. As you mentioned, Brian, it's never going to be Stevens Point again. It's never going to be pre-2011 CBA where you can really tax him physically because you can't go to a day. But what you can do is force them into as many mentally difficult situations, get them tired after six days, see how they respond. It's not old school where they're in the ice tubs and Desmond Howard's yelling at Coughlin, but it's as much of a grind as you can make it right now. And Ashlyn, what's so key about this is, is they evaluate the tape, okay, for the way that the players perform on the practice field. But they're looking in the classroom for how alert these guys are, for how mm-hmm. they not only understand their responsibilities, but the responsibilities of the guys next to them. They are evaluating the mental side of these players as much as the physical side. Yeah, definitely. All kinds of classroom time right now in training camp and all kinds of news around the Jaguars this week and a very busy weekend around the league and here in Jacksonville. So let's get into big things. Big thing one is testing the testers. Big news around the league yesterday was the number of false positive COVID tests. 11 NFL teams affected by this because of a New Jersey testing center reporting a large number of false positives. Jaguars, not one of the teams affected by this. Their results go to a lab in Melbourne, Florida. But a reminder that the progress that we've been seeing throughout the week can all go away very quickly once a a positive COVID test comes back. So we'll talk much more about that as we get into big things. Big thing two is no issue. We have been hearing this all off season that the coaching staff likes what the offensive line is, especially during the NFL combine. Despite all the noise we're hearing from around the country and outside of Jacksonville, that this offensive line is not where they need to be. One thing we have been focusing on is the battle at left tackle. Apparently, it's not much of a battle after all. Um, as he gets more settled in and he gets more comfortable, he creates more competition, right? That's just where it is. But when he walked in the door, I wouldn't say day one, he was truly competing with Cam because Cam is so far ahead of him. As he closes the distance, he'll start competing. And I think he's starting to close the distance. 
That's offensive line coach George Warhop setting the record straight on the battle between Cam Robinson and Will Richardson at left tackle. Much more to come about that as well. And finally, big thing three is now it's a thing. Last week, we talked about how we should not be worried about all this shifting and turnaround on the defensive line. We said, ah, Al Woods, we never saw him play. No big deal. Now Taven Bryan is dealing with a bone bruise. Kind of, sort of worried. But when you hear Josh Allen say this on Sirius XM NFL Radio, you feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. I got a, uh, got a lot of goodies in, in, in mind this year that I'm ready to uh, really, really expose a lot of people out here, man. Uh, you know, I'm not going to really do it on my teammates because I, you know, respect and I don't want them to get hurt or anything. But this year, man, I got a lot of tricks up my sleeve. Uh, a lot of go-tos, different, you know, got my go-to rushes, but I got a lot of counters off those, and I've been working extremely hard this offseason as much as I could. Uh, so right now I get to use, you know, a couple of my moves, man. They've been, you know, makes me feel really good, uh, you know, how much work I put in this offseason to really find, to really be able to really do those moves and really be effective. So uh, I'm definitely, definitely trying to put a lot of fear in a lot of people this year. Love to hear that from defensive end Josh Allen. Definitely a newfound confidence this season. But Brian, let's go back up to big thing one. I hate to say this, but when we saw all the news on Twitter yesterday morning, I said, uh-oh, here it comes. All these positive texts coming. What is going on? You have the Bills, the Vikings, all kinds of teams having to push back practice or cancel practice. And you're thankful for the Jaguars' sake that it was a very normal day because they weren't affected by these tests in New Jersey. Well, here's the interesting thing. I think if you add up coaches, players, support staff, you know, the tier one, tier two guys, there's probably 5,000 people around the league who are in that category. And there were six or seven names on that COVID list, you know, going into this weekend when they had the positive. So the league has really done a better job than I thought was possible with the infectious nature of this virus of keeping people safe. They've done a tremendous job. Now, yesterday, you start to get the word, you think, uh-oh, you know, what is this? And this morning, I read almost everyone was a false positive because teams were doing on-site uh, point-of-treatment of uh, contact tests. I forget what the exact word is on that. Uh, and that it's okay. So the good news is, is that the league does not have a massive outbreak that they have to deal with. The bad news is, is that these kinds of hiccups are going to come back again. We'll probably see some little issues here and there that will make everybody take a pause. So all's well that ends well at this point. I think the league has done a tremendous job. Again, better than I thought they would be able to handle this thing right out of the gate. So, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see if they can continue. Well, you guys know me. I always see things very positively. I, you know, I see life. I see the sunshine. Um, Life is beautiful, yes. Rosie, I, I think it has been a remarkable success so far in camp. And, and when I saw the positives yesterday, my first thought is, if there's this many, something's wrong with the test. Because there hadn't been anything before. It didn't really stand to reason that all over the league, when teams aren't playing each other yet, why would there all of a sudden in one day be something in Buffalo, in Cleveland, whatever? So it didn't worry me. I think I think I go back to the very beginning of this when you had a little bit when Gardner Minshew said when he was in the protocol for a couple of days and he said he was glad it happened then because you're going to learn from that mistake. You're going to learn from it. 
I think the league will look at this in a very similar way and say, this is why you wanted six weeks before the regular season started, because you're going to have some hiccups and you're going to learn from. I agree with Brian. There's going to be some hiccups, but the more you get out of the way now, the better. I still think this season's going to go off much more smoothly than people think. Again, maybe I'm the cockeyed optimist, but uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be. It, it, it's always going to be an issue, but I don't think we're. I think I think they're going to complete the whole season, Brian. I do too. And and when we started this, I didn't. I, I couldn't say that. Uh, mm -hmm. But Dr. Sills and the medical team that is tasked with coordinating the effort league-wide has, they've done a great job so far. So again, there will be moments where you go, whoa, what is that? But I, I think they will get the whole season off right now. I, and again, I'm no, what's the right term? Uh, virologist, virologist? I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm just- Marine reading. biologist. Marine ah. biologist, yeah. yeah. Um, virologist uh, or epidemiologist, who knows? I, I don't. The point is, is that you can feel where, where this thing is going. And, you know, the infection rate in Florida, for instance, is going down, down, down. It's not what it was, uh, you know, six weeks ago. So you, you get just a good feeling that they've got their thumb on it. And, and look, we live it every day, right? The mask on at training camp, the survey we fill out before we leave our house. Uh, I'm going in the stadium today for the first time since March the 11th um, to shoot stand-ups for a show called Wired that'll be on later this week. You know, they've done a nice job of creating these at-home setups, you know, to keep people safe and protected. John, rosy-eyed optimist that you are, I'm right there with you. I think they're going to get this season off. <laughs> Love to hear that you all are so pleasantly surprised and optimistic this Monday morning. Let's, I'm here for it. Let's go to Big Thing 3 for a moment because, see, I didn't see a problem with all the injuries on the defensive line, retirements, guys opting out. Yesterday, when, when we were told that Taven Bryan had a bone bruise, now that's, that's where it goes up here because Bryan has had a good camp. He's a former first-round pick who finished last season strong and is a guy they are absolutely counting on. He's so big and he's so strong. I mean, yesterday, Juwan Taylor couldn't say enough good things about the way that Taven Bryan was working when we had a chance to visit with him. Bone bruises are, are interesting things, right? Because it's a bruise on the, on the bone. Uh, my guess is we won't see much of him until training camp begins. Or, I'm sorry, until the regular season begins. And that's a bummer because he was having a really good camp. If one of these guys goes down, okay, now you're going to worry. You're going to get a little bit, uh, but here's the good news. Ready, John? You don't have preseason games. These guys, I mean, you can give them the opportunity to rest. They're not going to get dinged up in preseason games. You're just practicing for the next couple of weeks. So the current circumstances make this not as, I don't know, scary for the Jaguars roster as it might have been. Yeah, this is where we talked about with Woods and Gunter being out. The margin for error is gone, and this is when you feel it. If this happens in the regular season, now you can't turn around and go to Woods. You can't turn, to, you can't turn around and go to Gunter, so it's obviously an issue. I want to get to big thing, too. I'll play Ashlyn right now and sort of do the segue because I know we're running out of time in this segment. Cam <laughs> Look Robinson, at you following the clock. Look. I never, ever, ever, and you, and we can go back all this competition talk, look it up, sit on Grandpa's knee and get the real truth. I never thought that that was a big competition anyway. I think Will Richardson's a swing tackle. I'm not surprised. He, he was playing guard last year. He was not going to come in and compete with Cam Robinson. Cam Robinson, as we've talked about all along, and uh, Warhawk finally said it, he's the starter. 
and he's the key to this whole thing getting better. I've been impressed, Brian, and encouraged with how they have talked about the improvement of Cam Robinson, how much him being on the field. I guess I didn't know how limited he was in camp last year. I, I hadn't thought about it a whole lot. If he's making the strides they think, then I do buy in that this offensive line is going to be better. Well, you know, it was interesting yesterday. You asked George Warhop, how important is he? And I don't think he understood your question, right? Yes, he's the left tackle. We get that. But he makes everything work. They can do different things and slide protections and help in the middle when you and use the tight end as well. When you've got a left tackle that you can lock down, we know that. We've seen it from a great tackle in Tony Baselli. what it means to have a guy like that. And, and this guy's He's got a body like Baselli. I mean, he's got the, the, the size, the torso, the length. I'm not saying he is, obviously, but he's got that great big frame. And if he plays well, it allows them to do so many other things. One thing on Will Richardson, he may not be competing for the starting job with Cam Robinson. He is, however, pushing Cam Robinson. Mm -hmm. He is uber aggressive. I, I have been really impressed with the way that he has attacked every situation. It has been very noticeable to me. So... Cam Robinson needs to clean up his footwork, his hands, his technique, right? I, I, we've been saying that for weeks. Mm -hmm. He's doing it. And I think he's doing it because Will Richardson is coming in and pushing him. That's a really positive development for the Jaguars offensive line. Yep, couldn't agree more. And look at you guys getting all of Big Things covered transitions. You guys are TV pros, let me tell you. Take ya. the rest of the day off, Schlin. John's got this. Yep, he's got it. When we come back, we have some Ashlyn Ask here on Jaguars Drive Time. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity football is back and Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars are ready to win visit Jaguars.com and join us at the bank season tickets mean you'll be there in person for a Thursday night matchup with the Dolphins a rivalry game against the Steelers and crucial contests with our AFC South Division opponents the Jaguars are taking every precaution to keep our fans safe and ensure we can be Duval together this fall limited capacity seats remain Visit Jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000 and lock in your seats for the 2020 season. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. We're back, Jack Drive. I'm Monday morning brought to you by Jet Home Loans. Football is back and you can be here at the bank. The Jaguars are taking every precaution to keep you safe so you can be Duval this fall. For more information, call 904-633-2000. Or visit jaguars.com to lock in your tickets today. 
We're back on a Monday morning getting ready for head coach Doug Marone to address the media here at 8.50 and then hitting the training camp field for practice yet again. But first, we have these new cool things. Whiteboard Monday, training camp edition of Ashton Ask. John loves this segment because he gets to draw pictures all day. All right, question on, number one. It's just it's a, for, for it's a nice prop. Yeah. Uh. It adds some color to your life. Don't throw it away. All right, boys, are you ready? Ashlyn asks Let's number go. one. Who do we need to start paying close attention to on the field during training camp? John, who's a guy that's really caught your eye that you thought going into training camp? Eh, I don't know about him. I'm going to say, well, no, 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 no. I said Colin Johnson Dang first. It. That was fine. But you can have him, You're good. Because I'm going to go with Jake Luton, and I, I don't think Jake Luton's going to start a quarterback. He's a six-round rookie from Oregon State, but man, does he have an arm. And out of all the sixth-round quarterbacks, I'm going to include Gardner Minshew in this, he has looked better in training camp than any of them. I don't know how it's going to play out. I, you know, Unfortunately for Jake, I don't know when he's going to get a chance to play because he doesn't have preseason games. It's really going to hurt him. But arm-wise, this kid looks like an NFL player. He's a guy they definitely want to keep. So he's not going to push Gardner Minshew. He's, he's not going to be the backup. But I wish fans had a chance to see this kid throw because he may have a shot somewhere down the road. Jake Luton, you can have Colin Johnson, Schlen. Dang it. Now everyone knows. Brian, who do you have? I'm going with three. Can you see these guys? Hold on. Hey. I get the camera right. Okay. Real quick, real quick. Three. Will, Richards, Will Richardson, for the obvious reason I just mentioned him. Uh, Devon Hamilton, because last week Doug Marone praised the young man from Ohio State's development. And with Taven Bryan down, he's going to become important. And the other one's James O'Shaughnessy. Uh, he's making his way back from the ACL. He played well last year, as everyone knows. And with Jay, uh, Jamie Oliver gone for the season, O'Shaughnessy's going to have to have a really productive training camp to be ready to go for the start of the season. Three. Give everybody a trophy. You know what I was doing? <laughs> I was super serving the listeners and giving them one everywhere to look for. So, you know, you stick with one. That's fine. You underachieve. I'll overachieve. We're all winners. Yay. And what a surprise. Notice, notice whose name was not on my board. Colin Johnson. Or because you knew John, I was going to take him. Or John Osher. Colin Johnson, definitely a wide receiver that has stood out his body size. He's using it to his advantage, blocking defenders out, using his height to make one-handed catches day after day. I think he definitely makes the team and uses a role for a wide receiver that we haven't seen lately in Jacksonville because he is so dang tall. He's using it to his advantage. And let me give you one area in particular where he is excelling that people don't necessarily look at. He is looking as good on special teams as mm -hmm. DJ Chark did when he was a rookie. So that's a place where his length and his size will make a big impact. Could not agree more. Ashlyn asks number two, let's have some fun with it. You both have children, the great dad that you are. Let's get to know this locker room a little bit more. What coach and player would you want to babysit your kids? And also, dun, 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 who would be your last pick? Hurry, hurry, hurry before Max yells at us. And I know I don't have children, but I'm just going to, you know, play the game. To Here, play I'll go game. first this time. Uh, George Warhawk, uh, 
uh, who I just, I can't tell whether you guys can see that or not. Uh, Warhawk, who I just think is a terrific coach, and I'm impressed with the way that he works with his guys. Um, I tend to be hard on my three boys. I push him. Uh, this guy would make me look soft, and I would <laughs> love that uh, for the two that I still have in the house. And then I know he's not here anymore, but um, you guys know my feelings of affection for Jeremy Parnell. <laughs> so I, I would go with Jeremy Parnell as the, as the guy um, in the locker room that I would probably not really want my kids to be babysat by, but I, I might like to see the, the end result, the train wreck that would become of it. <laughs> John, what about you? I'm going to go with uh, Josh Allen. We've all seen him with kids. Uh, he's one of those guys that I think you would trust with your kids. And I know he's not a player, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want Stafford anywhere near my kids. And I, now that was, actually, now that my son is 21 and old enough to partake he could in things, JP. yes, he can hang out with JP now. But young kids, no way. <laughs> oh my God! Poor you, you Shadrick send, on a Monday morning. You could send Jake to shadow Shadrick and make sure he stays right. Uh, he learned a few things. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. JP I'm going Tyler, Tyler Shatley. That man's got it all figured out. Just an all-around good guy that's got it all together. And sorry, Miles Jack, but I'd be scared he's worrying about candles, not watching the kid. It, it could turn into a huge problem. We can't have that. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> Miles Jack is, is still a very big kid himself. Indeed. The guy loves life. You can't blame him. <laughs> when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time, we visit the Ozone Mailbag here on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity you can step up to luxury now hello i'm dan fields whatever you're driving you can step up to luxury now plus get our fields amenities which include complimentary loaners car washes and our cafes make this your year to step up to luxury at fields cadillac mercedes-benz porsche land rover jaguar and lexus when it comes to the ultimate car buying experience there's only one name that matters fields and fields matters because you matter the Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Back on Monday morning with that lovely music. It's time for Ozone Snapshot, and we're starting right here in Jacksonville, going to Pat. In the past week, several Jaguars players have been described as fun. Is this an advantage or disadvantage? In regards to Gardner Minshew, guys like Brett Favre, Phillip Rivers, Cam Newton, and Peyton Manning 
all knew how to lighten it up a little bit, John. Yeah, I think it can be an advantage as part of the whole package. We've all seen Minshew. He's a fun guy. He knows how to loosen it up. It's all part of his personality and his persona, I guess. He's a leader. He's got that element. I think more important for Minshew, obviously what he can do in the field matters more. What's more important for Minshew as a leader and all those guys, I was around Manning. I assume the other three have it. The diligence, the hard work, the dedication to the craft, all those guys had that first before they're truly leaders or guys won't follow you however fun you are. I think Minshew's got that in a big way. I think that allows him to be more of a leader than the Minshew mania thing, which the fun stuff, Brian, is a symbol of what this guy's all about. Well, look, fun can go too far. Cam Newton was fun with the hats, and then he went with a Thelma and Louise look at the scarves. I mean, that that, that was alarming, not fun. So you can take it too far. <laughs> um, I do think that the one that, look, guys like him. And you don't have to be friends with the people that you work with, but it always helps. So that's an advantage. And the other is, is that he is under an immense amount of pressure this season for his career. And if he can keep it loose and keep it relaxed, it'll help him perform at a higher level. So I think the fun thing plays into it. I love it. You know, you guys remember he busted my chops the other day because I was interviewing him and driving at the same time. I just I just kind of like the way that he turns and asks questions back and, and enjoys life. Um, he reminds me of a right-handed version of Kenny Stabler, who was going to be who was he was going to be. For those of you who don't remember Kenny the Snake Stabler, he was just going to live his life his way. I, I truly appreciate that about Gardner. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think the personality helps the confidence going into the season as the starter. That's for sure. And let's stay in Jacksonville. Oh, this guy, Jacksonville via Salt Lake City. My apologies, James. I do not like what if question, but here is a what if question. What if Minshew has a top five quarterback year, but we still have a bad year defense wise and get the first pick? Do we still get the quarterback from Clemson, John? Yeah, I get this question all the time. And the problem is it doesn't add up. If Gardner's a top five quarterback, <laughs> then there's no way the Jaguars are any close to the top uh, to the number one pick. So I get the idea and I get that people want an either or, but if he's good to the point where the Jaguars, where he's a top five quarterback, it means they're winning. It means he's making great decisions. He's helping the offensive line. He does all those things to make all of his team better. It's a non-issue. So, uh, I don't really know how to answer the question because if he's that good, they're not going to come anywhere close to a quarterback and they won't need one. Well, let me answer it in a philosophical way. If you have a chance since you're playing, what if, if you are in a position to take a franchise quarterback and you don't have a franchise quarterback on your roster, we all hope that Gardner Minshew can do that, but we don't know for sure. I'm telling you, it's my evaluation that the kid, Lawrence, at Clemson is the best young quarterback to come into the league maybe since Peyton Manning in terms of a pure passer. I mean, I get what Mahomes has proven and Watson and that, but, you know, this kid, wow. You never pass on a franchise quarterback. That's what gets you fired. That's what Myers franchises in mediocrity. You don't make that decision. If he has a big year and somehow you lose a bunch of games and you can still pick him, you take him. You do not pass. Now, having said that, if he has a top five year, that means he is Lamar Jackson, uh, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. I can keep going, right? He's in that stratosphere. Man, give me that problem. That would be fun. 
Yep, not a bad problem to have. Competition never hurts anyone. When we come back on Jaguars Drive Time, some closing thoughts right here on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity hey jacksonville this is joe adib from bonos i just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms we appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis for over 71 years we have been here for you through good times and bad our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon be safe Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. Back just for a few short minutes on Jaguars Drive Time Monday morning, brought to you by Jet Home Loans as we take a live look at the training camp practice field. We will be there shortly in about an hour. But first, stay tuned to head coach Doug Marone coming up press conference at 8.50 on Jaguars.com Live and Jaguars social media. Like we said, you can look forward to John Osier's writing from practice as long as our analysis and Kalevon Chason meeting the media at 11.45, a guy we haven't gotten to see a lot of, but definitely already making an impact on the field. And that is our program, Jags Drive Time on Monday morning. We will be back on Wednesday morning right here. We'll see you then. <laughs> 